For over 50 years, people have relied on Village Green Apothecary to give them individualized nutrition, pharmacy, and healthy living products. Village Green provides you with the kind of personalized help and attention that mass market pharmacies have long ago forgotten. You can depend on us for knowledge, experience, product selection, customer service, and a smile. Visit Village Green in Bethesda at 5415 West Cedar Lane or call us at 301-530-0800 or go to our website at myvillagegreen.com. We're here to help you. Welcome listeners to the Essentials of Healthy Living on 1500 AM brought to you by Village Green Apothecary located at 5415 West Cedar Lane in Bethesda, Maryland. I'm Dana Lake, and I'm here every Sunday morning. And we have lots of interesting guests and lots of interesting information to share with you. So I'm going to remind you, we're here every Sunday morning at 10 a.m. Please tune in next Sunday as well. Now, I also want to remind you that you can contact IQYOUHealth.com. That's IQYOUHealth.com. This is Village Green's resource for evaluation of your unique biochemistry via laboratory findings, genomics, and your lifestyle habits and exposures. The term used is epibiogenetics, and the information provided is a blueprint of your current health issues and predispositions. Findings and recommendations can be shared with your healthcare providers. Remember, IQUHealth.com. And again, I want to say that we always have interesting guests. And today, uh, we, our guest is a colleague and friend of many decades, Victoria Wood. And she's a licensed dietitian nutritionist with exceptional expertise in integrative functional and medical nutrition therapy. Our subject is about gut health and improving the microterrain. So welcome to the show, Vicki. Thank you, Dana. Now, I'd like you to tell a little bit about your background, how you got interested, because you have an interesting background, and I think our, our listeners need to know more about our guests, so share your story. Okay. When I was a teenager, I got very interested in the environment, and that made me look at food, and I became a vegetarian, and I was in school, I was in college, and I was studying education for special needs children. And I decided to take a year off because I didn't know if I really wanted to do it. And I didn't want to get a four-year degree and then find out. So after the second year of college, I took a year off. And I worked as a teacher's aide in an intermediate unit in York, Pennsylvania, where I was the teacher's aide to a teacher who was teaching eight to ten boys who were between nine and 12. And they were labeled socially maladjusted, emotionally disturbed. And that was troubling to me in and of itself. But I was really glad that I had taken the year off because that really gave me insight into the connection between learning and nutrition. Because I could see that they, many of them, if I asked them what they ate for breakfast, very often they'd say nothing. I would watch them eat you know, carbohydrates and pizza, potato chips for lunch, and then be bouncing off the walls all afternoon. It was very hard for them to sit still. They, at the time, the drug of the day was Ritalin. And so the teacher gave Ritalin out, you know, kind of like, you know, pills. And I said, I don't want to do this the rest of my life because I am always asking the question, well, what's going on upstream from this downstream consequence? 
And when it comes to diet and nutrition, there's nothing more profoundly that affects how we express whatever symptom we have. So I went back to my counselor at Penn State and I said, what do I need to do to get a nutrition degree? degree? And he said, well, basically you need to start all over because you need the science and you know, organic chemistry and microbiology. So that's what I did. So my four-year degree took me a little over five years. And then after I got out of um, undergraduate school, I took a year off and I worked as a WIC nutritionist, you know, the yes. Women, Infants, and Children Supplemental Food Program. And again, I could see the connection between what these young women, very often on second and third pregnancies by the time they were 20, not and they were not getting the nutrition that they needed. They come in with Pepsis and Cokes and potato chips, you know, that was obviously their breakfast. And thankfully, there was a program to give them some healthier food. We'll leave the, the question of food allergies aside because many of them were dairy products. And that, I didn't understand that then. But I said, you know what? I really need to get an advanced degree. So I went to the University of North Carolina at Chapel Hill. And I got a degree in public health nutrition, which was really interesting because I had to do a, uh, an assessment of a particular county in North Carolina with regard to their health problems and look at all the data. And sure enough, as you know, and as I'm sure our listening audience knows, all of the diseases that we die from are food-related, whether it's heart disease, cancer, diabetes, stroke, even Alzheimer's has a strong component. And I think that um, the blessing of being able to get that degree was that I, could, I learned epidemiology and then one day I was looking in the newspaper for a job, and I didn't really want to leave North Carolina because I loved it, but I saw an ad in the paper in the Washington Post, and right after nutrition in the classifieds, this is when people still use the paper to look for jobs, <laughs> after N comes O, and the O was orthomolecular nutritionist wanted. And orthomolecular is a word that was coined by Linus Pauling, meaning right molecule or creating the optimal environment for optimal health. And now flashed forward 30 years, isn't it interesting that that's the very thing that I do with helping people going through cancer treatment or afterwards, creating an environment hospitable to the best of what metabolism can give us and inhibiting the worst, meaning inflammation and high blood sugar and things that feed cancer and feed the process of metastasis or cancer spreading. So it's really, really interesting that there's been a common theme my whole career, and I give you much credit and thanks because you're one of the first nutritionists who really taught me how to work with people when I worked for the doctor that we both worked for so many years ago. Yes, uh, George Mitchell. I always tip my hat to George because uh, he taught us well. He expected us to know our stuff, and he listened. Uh, it was a partnership. felt much more like a partnership. Well, I'm glad you shared the story because I think our listeners don't get enough of the background of how a person migrates into this field, what, what stimulated them. I came in through dental hygiene, and I heard one of my first mentors, Emmanuel Sharaskin, dentist and MD, speak about nutrition. And he did soft nutrition. I call it soft, meaning 
walk the stairs, don't take the elevator, park your car far away, uh, have one extension in your home so that uh, you have to run up and down the steps to answer phones. And he, he did a lot of work on vitamin C. Occasionally, I get to talk to somebody who knew him. And he was, he, he started that pathway to thinking about diet and health. And I'm deeply grateful for everything that I learned from him. And he, he like many people in this field, didn't uh, die until his mid-80s. Um, a, lot, a lot of people in the field were strong. Billy Crook and the Yeast Connection, strong into their later ages. So right now, I appreciate that. <laughs> and I hope to join them. Uh, so let's talk about the gut and improving the microterrain. And we've usually used the terms microbiome and microbiota. Would you please give definitions so that we're all on the same page? Well, the gut microbiome is all of the, I just call them critters, that uh, inhabit the GI tract. I think the number I read about not long ago was 10 to the 13th per gram of stool weight. Wow. More than there are stars in the sky. And, you know, when I went to school many years ago, when it came to the gut, I don't even remember learning that 80 to 90% of our immune system arises from the gut. I didn't learn about the gut-activated lymphoid tissue or the GALT that responds to everything we eat. And it can respond by getting an inflammatory message or it can respond by getting an anti-inflammatory message. We eat how many tons of food over the course of a lifetime and it bathes our entire uh, digestive tract. So we've got the microbiome, then we've got probiotics or good bacteria that, it, that inhabit, the, but there are bad bacteria too. It's all about balance. And then there are prebiotics, fibers that feed the probiotics so they can not just have a transient effect in our GI tract, but they can have a lasting influence and live there. So there's like a whole universe in our GI tract that talks to our genes. We didn't know until the human genome was decoded in 2003, and we didn't even know it then, it's been with the epigenetic research since then, that when we eat food, it actually talks to our genes. So when we eat a cruciferous vegetable, broccoli, cauliflower, kale, cabbage, Brussels sprouts, it sends a different message to oncoproteins or proteins that affect cancer than if we eat from Crack Donald's, Murder King, Taco Hell and Cracker Belly. So that's what I teach people is the power on your plate is profound. And let's start with the gut since that's where most of your immune system comes from. Most people don't know that 80% of our neurotransmitters, serotonin, dopamine, norepinephrine, are made in our GI tract. So if someone has a problem with depression, I don't begrudge them taking an antidepressant. But, but the question I have is if we go upstream from the lack of those neurotransmitters, do we find anything going on in the gut? Because diet is what we eat. Nutrition is what our cells derive from what we eat. And if we don't have optimal nutrition, we don't have those raw materials upstream that feed all the various processes that end up giving us the right amounts of serotonin, dopamine, and so on. So again, people are empowered when they learn that, for example, 
only 30% of our genetics is cast in stone. Nothing we can do yes. about it. Yes. 70% is modifiable by diet and lifestyle. We are in the driver's seat. We just have to know how to steer the car. And it's really not that hard to learn. So when you start with the gut, and I'm sure a lot of people know about the four R's, you do a remove, replace, re-inoculate, repair protocol where you remove things that can irritate the gut, the pro-inflammatory foods, mercury in fish. I just read last night that the amount of mercury in cod is up 23% and the amount of mercury in blue, bluefin tuna is up like 68%. So it's important because we don't really study those things, do we? Do we ask the question when someone's going through cancer treatment, what is your level of mercury? And what is the mercury that you're eating in your food on a daily basis doing to the influence on your chemotherapy efficacy? Now, we're going to keep this conversation going. And for those of you who've just tuned in with us, you're with The Essentials of Healthy Living on 1500 AM, brought to you by Village Green Apothecary. I'm Dana Lake your host for the hour and we're having an interesting conversation with my colleague medical nutrition therapist a licensed dietitian nutritionist and we are talking about uh, the the diet and health and what you can do about it so stay tuned we'll be right back solgar number seven can help you feel the difference solgar number seven actually shows improvement in joint comfort within seven days now you can start to get back on track fast and pursue the activities you love solgar number seven is a breakthrough in joint care with no glucosamine and no chondroitin the advanced bioactives in solgar number seven help to increase flexibility mobility and range of motion within seven days one capsule once a day is all you need when stiff joints occasionally say no solgar number seven says yes Solgar Number 7, available at Village Green Apothecary. New from Garden of Life, Kind Organics Whole Food Multivitamins. They are the only USDA-certified, organic, non-GMO verified whole food multivitamins available. They're gluten-free, certified vegan, and feature a patent-pending clean tablet technology. Kind Organics is super clean, untreated, unadulterated, and real whole food. Kind Organics Multivitamins from Garden of Life. Be kind to your body and the earth. Kind Organics, now available at at Village Green Apothecary and online at myvillagegreen.com. Staying mentally sharp means nourishing the mind as well as the body. That's why there's new Cognosure from Metagenics. Research shows that the active natural ingredient in Cognosure supports multiple mechanisms necessary for maintaining healthy cognition and a healthy brain as it ages. Cognosure is also easy to take in delicious, chewable chocolate tablets. Have a clear and bright future by maintaining mental capacity with healthy habits and Cognosure. Remember Cognosure for healthy brain aging support. Available through your healthcare professional and Village Green Apothecary. Do you experience occasional sleeplessness? Pure Encapsulations Sleep Solution offers a unique blend of magnesium, glycine, thionine, and melatonin to support relaxation, sleep onset, and healthy sleep quality to encourage restful sleep throughout the night. This convenient single-serve ready-to-drink bottle is designed for easy on-the-go use, perfect for all your summer travel. Sleep Solution can be found at Village Green Apothecary and online at myvillagegreen.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. These products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. I'm Mark Isaacson, owner of Village Green Apothecary in Bethesda, the most unique pharmacy in the country. You are unique, and at Village Green, we treat you this way. At Village Green, our passion is personalization and getting the root cause of health conditions. Guidance on foods, nutrients, and pharmaceuticals to empower you with personalized recommendations just for you. 
For over 50 years, customers have depended on advice from our expert team of pharmacists and clinical nutritionists. Visit Village Green in Bethesda or online at myvillagegreen.com. Welcome back, listeners, to the second segment of The Essentials of Healthy Living on 1500 AM, brought to you by Village Green Apothecary. I want to remind you that Village Green is your resource for questions about your health via the website and the store on Cedar Lane. They carry superior supplements from many manufacturers, including their own Pathway products. Now, this is a reminder that we're here every Sunday morning at 10 a.m. Today, we are very fortunate to be listening to Victoria Wood, licensed dietitian nutritionist with exceptional expertise in integrative functional medical nutrition therapy. And our subject is about gut health and improving the micro terrain. Um, uh, Vicki, Victoria, could you go back and just summarize the four R's because that might be new to some of our listeners? Yes, the four R's are remove, replace, re-inoculate, and repair. So we were talking about removing uh, heavy metals like mercury, lead, cadmium, arsenic, nickel. Also removing inflammatory foods, many of which include gluten and casein or cow's milk protein. You know, a lot of people say, oh, I avoid lactose. Well, when they take lactose and fat out of milk per volume, they concentrate the amount of casein or milk protein in it, so it actually makes it more allergenic. So, as you know, the only beings that need cow's milk are baby cows, and we only need our mother's milk in infancy. And after that, we don't need milk per se. We do need you know, calcium and other nutrients, but we actually get better calcium when it comes from vegetables than from animal products. So remove is remove uh, yeast and for some people soy, though I find as long as it's not uh, a GMO, GMO soy, and it's organic that many people tolerate soy just fine as part of a widely diverse diet. The biggest criticism I have about the American diet in general is that it's incredibly repetitious. Most people eat the same eight or 10 foods over and over and over again. And isn't it interesting that the five most commonly eaten foods are the five most common food sensitivities, wheat, milk, corn, egg, citrus, followed by peanuts and beef and a couple of others. So one of my jobs is to give people the tools to increase their diversity. Nature loves diversity. And we can learn to embrace what na- nature is teaching us, which is when we eat more different foods, even bear, uh, blackberries instead of strawberries, we actually hit different parts of our genome in a positive way. So that if we eat just blueberries all the time, we kind of reach a ceiling of benefit. And then if we rotate other berries into our diet, then we get better genetic messengering. So that was the R, remove anything that could be problematic. The replace is, let's ask the question, do you need to have anything replaced? The two basic questions I ask with every person is, is there anything that you're not getting enough of that you need? And is there anything that you're getting exposed to that you would be better off avoiding? And so those are two big categories. So let's start with, is there anything you're not getting that you need? The number one is vitamin D. So when people have their vitamin D tested, They'll notice if they go to LabCorp or Quest that the reference range is 30 to 100. But optimal gene expression happens 
between about 50 and 70 on a test result. So we don't really know how much vitamin D we need to take until we know what our blood levels are. So that's the first nutrient that I test because studies show that when you have optimal D, your chances of all-cause morbidity and mortality go down by orders of magnitude. If on the day of your diagnosis of any kind of cancer you have optimal D, your chances of long-term survival go up. That's one way we improve the micro-terrain, but it's just one, one way. The other question to ask is, what about other nutrients? Vitamin A, for example, is one of the things I always test because it works with vitamin D. I test an inflammatory chemical called homocysteine because if you have a lot of that, it's not being detoxified by the three major nutrients that do that, vitamin B12, folate, folate or folic acid, and vitamin B6, and, and vitamin B2 in many instances. Homocysteine turns on oncoproteins, turns off tumor activation, turns on tumor activation genes and off tumor suppressor genes. So we want to have optimal genetic control by reducing that inflammation. And did you know that homocysteine at elevated levels also eats up bones? So it's a potent risk factor for osteoporosis. So you can take any of the drugs that are prescribed now for osteoporosis. That doesn't do anything to replete your B vitamins that are the reason you have the elevation of the homocysteine that is causing you to lose so much bone. So there are so many parts of that second R, the remove and the replace, to replace the nutrients. Because we know, for example, that 86% of Americans, this is from the Haynes data from that the government um, collects, well, we won't hold that against it, but you know, <laughs> the health and nutrition examination survey, 86%, I think, of Americans don't get enough vitamin E. 70-some percent don't get enough magnesium. Uh, many don't get enough calcium. And so all of those nutrients are the way our diet becomes our nutrition and talks to our genes. So I want to replace all of those that are necessary, and it's not the same in each person. So I like, I'm very lucky I get to order blood work because the doctor that I have my office in downtown uh, signs off on all my blood work. So I have an extra tool as a nutritionist that not all nutritionists are lucky enough to have, and it absolutely has transformed my practice because I can get that necessary information and we can see it improve when people do the things they need to do. And so psychologically, that's really important. And so that's the second R. The third R is remove, replace, re-inoculate. We talked a little bit before about beneficial bacteria. And so even if you haven't taken the scores of antibiotics that most Americans have taken, especially in our age cohort, I hope they're doing it a little less now, but many times for years, people were given antibiotics for not even bacterial infections. And so each time I, I tell my patients to kind of move toward the negative number line with regard to the good flora in the gut. But even if you haven't taken a lot of antibiotics, if you've eaten commercial meats, you've gotten little bits of antibiotics on a regular basis. So you can do expensive gut testing, but I say save your money and buy a high-quality probiotic, and this is really important. I'm, I've gotten very picky about the supplements I recommend because when I was learning to become a dietitian, I didn't, I mean, I, what did I learn about it? I was actually told don't make recommendations for supplements, just tell people to eat healthy foods. And that sounds good, but many people, you can't get enough vitamin D, even if you're outside in the sun, unless you're a lifeguard near the equator because we're not close enough to the sun. The highest food source of uh, vitamin D is sardines. In each can, there's 400 units. So is anybody willing to eat 
sardines every single day, although I give out great recipes that make sardines uh, not only palatable, but actually savory and tasty to people who swear they wouldn't eat them as a way of increasing their diversity. They're really good for you. And so uh, re-inoculate, you can also do with high quality sauerkraut and kimchi and kombucha and kefir and I'm sure I'm leaving something out, um, uh, miso. And, you know, always high quality, always um, organic. And But back to the, the supplement about the uh, probiotic. Consumer Lab did a report several years ago. They took several probiotic supplements just at random from different stores, and they tested them. Eight out of ten did not meet label claim, and two out of ten had toxic bacteria. So what would be the impact on someone going through chemotherapy or heaven forbid they had a transplant and they took a probiotic that had toxic bacteria in it. So I only recommend companies that even though they're not required to by law, they test every batch of everything before it goes into a bottle and gets sold to someone. They, I, I use companies that routinely send about 15% of their raw materials back to the manufacturer because when they test it, it doesn't meet label claim. It has toxicity in it. If it's an herb, it doesn't have the active ingredient. And so do you know what happens to that 15% that is sent back? Reused. It's reused by another company that doesn't test. And most companies, in fact, your top of mind awareness, I'm not going to name any, but you can think of them, that you see advertised all the time are the companies that don't do the testing. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. And and how they get away with the claims always bothers me. Um, so you covered the three R's. Yes. Re- and no, repair. Repair is really important because the gut wall maintains it should be like a beautiful piece of fabric instead of a holy piece of used cheesecloth and it should only allow the most privileged substances to get across the gut wall and into your systemic circulation to become your nutrition and your health for a lot of people they have gaps in between the cells that allow there to be an increase in gut permeability and there are tests to determine this but I find that if I see someone who's taken a lot of non-steroidals like Motrin, ibuprofen, Aleve, Advil, or certainly chemotherapy or other meds, that they can have increased gut permeability. So the most important nutrient to repair is the primary amino acid that the intestinal cells use for their regeneration and repair, and that's glutamine. But you have to take a therapeutic dose, so it's not enough just to get more protein. You have to do like a glutamine powder, 5 to 10 grams, three times a day. Which, by the way, if you're trying to quit smoking or quit drinking alcohol or anything that's addictive, that really, really helps reduce cravings. And it also keeps your blood sugar steady throughout the day, and it repairs the gut wall so that you have that integrity that you probably were born with that now only those privileged substances, vitamins, minerals, amino acids, fats, get across your gut wall. And then you have a chance to, that's how you create an optimal terrain so that when you go through any kind of treatment, but especially something as potentially toxic as chemo, that you're in good shape to start. I remember the first thing I learned about increased gut permeability is if you were HIV positive and you did not have a leaky gut, you did not go into full-blown AIDS nearly as quickly 
as if on the day of your diagnosis with that virus, you did have increased gut permeability. It progressed to full-blown AIDS very quickly. Fascinating. Um, and also, I'm always impressed negatively that of the 40 to 60 species, that uh, main species of microbiota, um, we as Western culture individuals are not well cultured. And we have about 25% of what natural cultures have. And that's amazing. So we're going to carry this conversation forward in the next segment. If you've just tuned in, you're with the Essentials of Healthy Living on 1500 AM. Stay with us, folks. We'll be right back after this brief break with more information from Victoria Wood. Mega Food Premium Whole Food Supplements are the only supplements crafted from scratch with farm-fresh whole foods to deliver nourishment the way nature intended. MegaFood believes Mother Nature knows best. They select only fresh whole food, harvested at the peak of ripeness, handle it gently and with care to deliver its vital essence to you in every bottle. MegaFood, from farm to tablet, our name is our promise. For more information, visit us online at megafood.com. Do you have unique needs that a mass market pharmacy can't meet? Village Green Apothecary can help. Maybe your doctor prescribed a special compounded formula or you have concerns about allergies or dietary supplements. Our expert team includes pharmacists, nutritionists, clinical herbalists, and naturopaths who can offer you advice on nutritional products and personalized healthy living plans. We also offer specialized lab and micronutrient testing to our customers. Visit Village Green and Bethesda at 5415 West Cedar Lane. Call us at 301-530-0800 or go to our website at myvillagegreen.com. All over the world, people are beginning to discover fish oil is one of the best secrets for unlocking great health. Thousands of studies have shown the amazing effects of these powerful omega-3s for heart health. Plus, fish oils have even been shown to balance moods and lessen anxiety. With exceptional taste, unrivaled freshness, and unsurpassed purity, Nordic Naturals is the easy way to get your omega-3s every day. To learn more, visit Village Green Apothecary or visit NordicNaturals.com. Nordic Naturals, committed to the planet, committed to pure and great-tasting omega oils. The brain requires nutrition just like the rest of the body. And this is where Gero Formula's Neuro Optimizer comes to the rescue. Neuro Optimizer is a concentrated source of nutrients needed for memory, mood, concentration, and focus. Neuro Optimizer supplies the building blocks for neurotransmitters, the chemicals that allow cells in the brain to communicate and to file away memories. Neuro Optimizer is the nutritional answer to the brain's needs. To learn more about formulas, visit Gero.com. Gero Formulas, available at Village Green Apothecary. Hi, I'm Gail Isaacson, owner of Village Green Apothecary, where we've been specializing in meeting your unique healthcare needs for over 50 years. Our passion is helping you to get to your root cause of health conditions. At Village Green Apothecary, our expert team of pharmacists and clinical nutritionists offer guidance on diet, nutrients, and pharmaceuticals to empower you with personalized recommendations just for you. Plus, we offer lab testing and nutritional consultations to optimize your health plan. Visit Village Green Apothecary in Bethesda or online at myvillagegreen.com. Welcome back, listeners, to the third segment of The Essentials of Healthy Living on 1500 AM, brought to you by Village Green Apothecary. I'm Dana Lake, and I'm here every Sunday morning at 10 AM. Please tune in next week for more information on healthy living. Now, our guest today is Victoria Wood. 
She has exceptional expertise in integrative functional medical nutrition therapy. And our subject is about gut health and improving the microterrain. Now, we've just learned about the microterrain, about the gut, and the four R's. Just mention the four R's again, Victoria, and then let's go forward and talk about the effects of chemotherapeutic agents uh, on nutrition and what you can do to soften the negative impacts. The four R's are remove, replace, re-inoculate, and repair. And I think that's so important for someone. You know, I heard from one of my mentors, Dr. Dwight McKee, who actually wrote a book that I highly recommend called After Cancer Care. And I'm sure that a lot of your listening audience has read it, but for those of you who haven't, it's a really good reference. And he taught me that with rare exceptions, a cancer diagnosis is not a medical emergency. It is a psychological emergency, to be sure. But with the exception of a few rapidly growing cancers, most of the time, you have the opportunity to do the four R's, remove, replace, re-inoculate, repair, and get your gut, which is, again, where most of your immune system comes from, in good shape to handle what you're about to go through. And, you know, some people can't even finish chemotherapy because they get so sick. Because on the continuum, if you're not in a good place when you start chemo, you're not going to get better as you progress through it. So we want to make sure that you have those four R's uh, working in your favor. Um, when it comes to specific chemotherapies, we know that the platin drugs like carboplatin, cisplatin, oxaplatin, uh, that food-based antioxidants appear to enhance the efficacy of those drugs against cancer cells. We know that vitamin C appears to uh, increase the efficacy. These studies were done in 1994 and 1985, uh, respectively. So uh, this is not anything new. Uh, we know that uh, milk thistle, the silymarin uh, phytochemical in milk thistle, increases the efficacy of both cisplatin and doxorubicin synergistically. So, you know, you probably remember, Dana, as I do, that years ago when someone got a cancer diagnosis, they usually just got one treatment. But herbalists have known for years that the way you really help someone is to use things that work synergistically because the whole is greater than the sum of its parts. So we know that there are a number of chemos that are used synergistically. And if you also add nutrients and take some other things away, looking at the four R's again, that that helps the chemo work better. We know that when it comes to taxanes, studies have shown that eating a diet laden with herbicides inhibits the efficacy of taxane drugs. Now, have they ever done a study on that? Well, they've done enough studies to, to, for me to be able to give you that data. But what I tell my patients is we are all ends of one. Mm -hmm. And we are not going to see a study on 50,000 women taking taxanes and then looking at the amount of herbicide. But doesn't it just make common sense that reducing the total load on your immune system from chemicals that are really unnecessary, isn't that just good common sense? Do we really need to wait for a double-blind crossover placebo, blah, blah, blah study so that we can give that advice? It's not going to hurt you to avoid herbicides, and it might hurt to not avoid them. I like the way you say that, and I'm always reminding our audience that there are 
well over 90,000 manufactured chemicals. Only a few, 200, have been tested, according to the EPA. And that testing is really um, inferior because you look at substance A with substance B, or let me call it substance 1, and you really need to look at it with substance 2 through substance a million. And we don't do that, and we don't have that kind of data. Uh, that's the Toxic Substances Control Act of 1976. And fortunately, after over a decade of grassroots effort, uh, now the EPA has more teeth for getting things done. It's still not enough. The EPA has to go to Congress, and then you get into the politics. And I find I'm frustrated with the fact that the EPA is like a police officer who can stop you and tell you you were speeding and give you a ticket, but it has no impact. You don't pay a fine, you don't have problems with your license, and you continue to drive. And that is my interpretation of the EPA. And the total load is the most significant thing we can talk about in every condition. I talk about it a lot in autism, but it doesn't matter what condition we're talking about. It's what your resilience is and what the total load is. Are you resilient? And the, therefore, you can tolerate a bigger load. Not that you should attempt to do that, but that's the reality. And I think so many uh, people are susceptible. I went to Mexico with friends. We all ate exactly the same meal. Our one friend who has chronic gut problems got sick and was in bed for the rest of the trip. She didn't get different food. She just was unable to handle the exposure. And as you know, when we go to other countries, we are not cultured <laughs> to tolerate a lot of the food in those countries. So keep the conversation going uh, with regard to the chemos. Did you have more information on that? Yeah, I'd like people to know, if they don't already, that the platin drugs uh, have a number of very serious side effects, many of which can be inhibited with high-dose selenium. And we're talking about a very high dose, 4,000 micrograms for four days before the chemo to four days after. And those studies show that there was no side effect or toxicity of the selenium, but that it did help to inhibit the side effects, particularly low white blood cells, kidney toxicity, hair loss, abdominal pain, in particular in ovarian cancer patients, a loss of appetite, and in neuropathy. And I have the citations if anyone is interested, um, but the point is that the recommended di dietary allowance of selenium has no place in an individual, because it was never meant to be used for individuals. Right. It was meant to be used for population groups, and we've kind of gotten away from that. But when I work with an individual, again, an N of one, I want to modify the variables for their optimal outcome. And if it means increasing selenium to doses that I would never recommend on a long-term basis, well, in that person, it's okay. It's like giving someone 10,000 units of vitamin D, because when I tested them, their level was five. That's an appropriate dose. You know, I've had doctors tell my patients that oh, she's giving you too much vitamin D. You don't know how much is too much unless you know what your levels are. So it's really important to focus on the individual person. Studies have shown that people with the highest blood levels of vitamin A, vitamin uh, E, and selenium had less loss of high-tone hearing after cisplatin. That's a very serious post-chemo side effect. 
And it's also been found that when people take combination supplements of vitamin A, vitamin E, and selenium, that the therapeutic chromosomal damage to the cancer cells caused by the uh, chemotherapy was not prevented or reduced. So that's really important. Now, let me say that I'm not someone who just wants to throw a bunch of supplements at someone uh, willy-nilly. There are specific nutrients that should not be used with platin drugs. For example, uh, during the actual chemotherapy, because platin drugs can be inactivated by thiols, T-H-I-O-L-S, which is a particular molecule that is found in alpha-lipoic acid, glutathione, and acetylcysteine. Those nutrients in supplement form should be avoided during the actual chemotherapy infusions. There's nothing wrong with having them later, but you don't want to inactivate the chemo as you are getting it. And so there are many, many examples of that. That's why I say I work with each person uh, as an N of one. Um, I talk to people about sugar because the last data I saw was 160 pounds a year. It's probably higher than that now, but um, it does, uh, you really do when you want to improve the microterrain, decrease fuel available to tumor cells. And studies on insulin insensitivity show a rate of cancer spreading or metastasis 10 times greater uh, than those with healthy glucose metabolism. So let's get your glucose working in your favor by having enough protein, having high uh, complex carbohydrates, having a good amount of fiber, having plenty of minerals like chromium and and zinc and magnesium that help to metabolize sugar, uh, vanadium as well. And cinnamon even can help. Yes. Um, we know that if you eat sh- foods that are high glycemic index, that spikes your blood sugar, and that's not something you want to do. Just like if you're in a boat on an ocean, you want an ocean to be very smooth. If you've got waves up and down, up and down, you know, we're 70% water. We don't feel good when our blood sugar is erratic. So that's one of the first things I do with improving the microterrain, looking at optimal digestion. If you have symptoms of gas, bloating, belching, constipation, diarrhea, we need to fix that so that your digestion is working. Um, Did you know that 40% of people with cancer don't die of their cancer? Right. They die of malnutrition? Absolutely. That is really inexcusable. We should be giving people the tools they need to get through their treatment so that they have a chance. And Well, it's not taught in medical school and... Uh, particularly in oncology where it is important. So the language, the doctor doesn't have that language, and I call it a toolbox. Uh, A doctor that develops uh, an interest in herbs has another toolbox. Homeopathy, another toolbox. Nutrition, another toolbox. More choices. The doctor that doesn't have that doesn't have that choice. And so it's very limiting. And I find that when our colleagues in medicine go into integrative, functional, uh, alternative, complementary medicine, their colleagues think they've jumped off the cliff, like they've unlearned. And I always say, you know, when you learn a new language, you don't unlearn the language you've been speaking. You just integrate them. And that's why I like the term integrative. And, And you talked about that. So we're going to continue talking about this subject in the final segment For those of you who have just tuned in, you're with The Essentials of Healthy Living on 1500 AM. I'm Dana Lake, your host for the hour, and we're talking with my colleague, long-term colleague, Victoria Wood, and we're going to talk more about the gut, the microbiome, 
nutrition, total load. So stay with us, folks. We'll be right back. Solgar number seven can help you feel the difference. Solgar number seven actually shows improvement in joint comfort within seven days. Now you can start to get back on track fast and pursue the activities you love. Solgar number seven is a breakthrough in joint care with no glucosamine and no chondroitin. The advanced bioactives in Solgar number seven help to increase flexibility, mobility, and range of motion within seven days. One capsule once a day is all you need. When stiff joints occasionally say no, Solgar number seven says yes. Solgar number seven, available at Village Green Apothecary. New from Garden of Life, Kind Organics Multivitamins. That's right, certified organic. Made with the highest quality standards. Uncooked, untreated, unadulterated, non-GMO certified, vegan, and gluten-free. Kind Organics Multivitamins from Garden of Life. Be kind to your body and the earth. Kind Organics. Now available at Village Green Apothecary and online at myvillagegreen.com. Some things are hard to stomach, and life doesn't stop for occasional immune challenges or intestinal distress. ProBalarti from Metagenics offers a new targeted probiotic approach for intestinal support. Help maintain control while traveling or as a follow-up to antibiotic therapy to support intestinal flora for healthy intestinal function. ProBalarti provides ID-certified probiotic strains suggested by research to enhance certain aspects of immune function in addition to promoting a healthy balance of intestinal microflora. ProBalarti is the go-to probiotic for patients on the go. Get it today. Available through your healthcare professional and Village Green Apothecary. Magnesium is needed for more than 30 chemical activations from metabolizing food for energy to muscle contraction. Although it plays a massive role in the body, it's also one of the most common nutrient deficiencies. Pure Encapsulations Magnesium Glycinate offers a highly absorbable and gentle form of this important nutrient free from artificial ingredients, gluten, and GMOs. This product Product is available at Village Green Apothecary or online at myvillagegreen.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. These products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Have you ever wondered why the cold and flu season occurs in the fall and winter months? One theory is because of a decrease in sun exposure, our bodies don't make enough vitamin D, which is essential to proper immune function. That's why medical experts recommend supplementing with vitamin D. Thorne Research's vitamin D products are made from pure vitamin D with no preservatives or unnecessary ingredients added. Support your immune system with Thorne's vitamin D1000 and D5000. These and other immune-supporting formulas are always available at Village Green. Welcome back, listeners, to today's final segment of The Essentials of Healthy Living on 1500 AM, brought to you by Village Green Apothecary at 5415 West Cedar Lane in Bethesda, Maryland. I'm Dana Lake, and I alternate the show often with Dr. Kevin Passaro. Now, next Sunday, I'll be with you again, and I'll give you a lot of information on healthy living. Now, today our guest is Victoria Wood, licensed dietitian nutritionist with exceptional expertise in integrative functional medical nutrition therapy, and our subjects about the gut health and improving the microterrain. Now, we talked about chemotherapy and the effect on the gut and the immune system and what to avoid on certain chemotherapies, what to include that make a synergistic, positive synergistic change. So, Victoria, tell us more on these subjects and anything else you want to cover. Okay. One of the things I help people do that I work with is to use the tools that nature provides in order to improve their uh, 
microterrain and the outcome from their cancer treatment. So remember I said a little while ago that I like to go upstream from the downstream consequences and ask, well, what can we do up there to affect those changes? And one of the most powerful things we can do, and some chemotherapies do this, is inhibit something called a transcription factor, which has to do with how our um, body interprets our DNA. It's called nuclear factor kappa B. It is cancer's master switch. We want to turn it off in order to prevent all of the inflammatory processes and the increases in things like interleukin-6 and interleukin-8 and TNF-alpha and VEGF. All of these cancer markers are well known to people with cancer, and certainly oncologists. Those are all bad. So we want to inhibit them. Well, what can do that? Well, you can do chemotherapy, but only for a time. But you can eat forever. <laughs> so one of the things that you can do to turn off NF-kappa B or cancer's master switch is eat more spices known to inhibit NF-kappa B. Things like anise and basil and cumin and fennel and fenugreek, flaxseed, garlic, ginger, basil, lemongrass, licorice, turmeric, nutmeg, oregano, Uh, Even nuts and seeds like almonds, cashews, flaxseed, pecan, sesame seeds, walnuts, having a wide diversity of those will send a chemical message that you want to be working as your biochemical ally. Very, very critical. You know, what we're talking about here is just the tip of the iceberg, what people can do. I'm kind of giving you highlights. Uh, For example, I like to make sure that women who are HER2 new positive, that's a kind of breast cancer, know that postmenopausal breast cancer patients were given either a muffin with 25 grams of flaxseed or a placebo. And they compared the tumor baseline with a biopsy and subsequent uh, lumpectomy. 70% had uh, reduced expression of HER2 new if they ate the flaxseed. 34% had a reduction in another tumor marker called KI67, which has to do with the rate of cancer cell division and growth. And 30% had an increase in apoptosis or cancer cell suicide. You know, it was discovered in 1974. Cancer cells don't grow too much. They die too little. So what we want to do is induce chemical messages that tell them to die or commit suicide. One of the most powerful things that does that is sulforaphane. And as I said, I'm very picky about supplements. The only supplement I use for sulforaphane is Thorne's Crucera SGS. And what sulforaphane does is it tells cancer cells to commit suicide. So you want to take advantage of that and have flaxseed and crucera on a regular basis. And when you increase your uh, intake of fats, by the way, whether you're having healthy fats like flaxseed or pumpkin seeds, walnuts, almonds, avocados, omega-3 fish, you also want to make sure you have enough vitamin E. So I like Thorne's Ultimate E, which is a mixed tocopherol vitamin E. That's alpha, beta, delta, gamma. Because if you ever read a study showing that vitamin E is harmful, it always is a synthetic DL-alpha tocopherol, which we know suppresses gamma. Gamma is the anti-cancer form of vitamin E. So you want to get things as close to nature as possible. You know, it's even been found that if you take taxane drugs, where do they get taxanes? From the Pacific yew tree. But they isolated one molecule amidst thousands of molecules. And that's what they use because our system is based on what's patented. 
if you give it away, you don't have the $240 million it takes to bring a, a drug to market. But herbalists have known for many years that if you use an extract of the Pacific yew tree that is like a concentrated drink that has all of those other chemicals in it, it synergizes with the taxane and it makes it work better. Isn't that amazing? It is. And it's it's nature at uh, her very best, uh, something we've ignored. And I'm so glad you're mentioning the spices, uh, the many spices that can be synergistic and uh, cancer reduction. And my understanding is that cells can go cancerous and then not. This is an off and on thing that happens. And what we want to do is keep them minding their own business, so to speak, just back and quiet. So uh, it, it's interesting. There are people that go into remission and come out of it, go in it and come out of it. And I always wonder if they're not studied for what is associated with them coming out of remission and going into remission. Is it the season of the year? Is it stress? What is there's certainly a lot of factors, and that's why in our field it's difficult. I remember an engineer said, well, you know, if you're going to change a diet and you're going to use supplements, you won't know what works. And I said, we're looking at creating a stew here, a precious stew of the right combinations for this person. If I put a carrot in the water and try to convince someone that's a stew, it's not, then they're going to say the stew doesn't work. And I said... He said, but you still won't know which one did it. So I said, my desk is too heavy for one person to carry out, but three can. Which one did it? And he <laughs> stopped. <laughs> so that is, even in many of our medical professionals who are integrative, I see them still treating nutrients like meds. And nutrients are regulated by the body. If you need more, you absorb more, retain more, and need less, absorb less, retain less. So uh, give us some more information, Victoria. One of the things that um, I think goes on in oncology a lot is I call it uh, oncology mythology. And one <laughs> of the uh, mythologies is that uh, beta carotene is always going to be very harmful. Uh, in animal studies, it actually has been shown to prolong survival, decrease lipid peroxidation, enhance glutathione levels. But there was a study a long time ago, and it's the study used to tell people to be afraid of antioxidants. It was the Finnish study yes. where they took Finnish men who had lung cancer who continued to smoke during their treatment. They also were alcoholics, so they had liver damage. And they took a synthetic beta carotene. And then the other group didn't take any. Well, the group that took beta carotene died at a higher rate than the other group. So they used that to say, see, all antioxidants for all cancers and all people all the time die. And they're bad for you. When in fact, carotenes are not converted to vitamin A in a damaged liver. So they were taking a cohort of people, alcoholics with liver damage, who continued to smoke. And if we use that to, uh, you know critique some medication, they would certainly say, oh, those results are spurious. Look at the population that you were using. So I think we need to be as critical 
and give as much of the benefit of the doubt to nutrition studies. And by the way, you probably know that nutrition studies very often don't control for quality of supplement. So they'll say, yes. you know, multi didn't do this They're or did all the that. Same. They're all the same. And they don't control. They don't ask, do the supplements meet label claim? Do they have toxicity? Uh, I want people to know that if I was going to recommend one supplement for all people with um, doing chemo or actually wanting to reduce any kind of disease, it would be curcumin. And Thorne makes the one that's been studied. If you look in PubMed, it's called Mariva 500 SF. And it has a, um, molecules of fat around it so that it can cross the cell membrane and get inside the cell. You, know, you can take lots of herbs and they're not bioavailable, so they go in the toilet, basically. But if you look at the mechanisms of action of curcumin, the active ingredient in turmeric, it turns off oncoproteins. It induces cancer cell suicide. It reduces inflammatory markers. It um, increases um, you know, beneficial um, uh, anti-inflammatory chemicals. So uh, that's my favorite, along with vitamin D for everyone. And I wanted to let people know that on Monday night, this coming Monday the 12th, there's a group in Bethesda called Hope Connections. It's a support group for people with cancer. And from 6.30 to 8.30, I'll be giving a talk on synergy with chemo and nutrients and botanicals. So if anybody wants to come to that, they can look up Hope Connections. And uh, I'll see I, I there. like the sound of the, the group. That is very interesting. Um, just in this uh, final minute that we have, uh, what kind of information do you want our patients, our, our listeners, who may be our patients as well, what do we want them to understand? I want them to know the facts about uh, cancer survival and diet that. Uh, women with ovarian cancer who increase their intake of cruciferous vegetables are 45% more likely to survive five years. That's from the International Journal of Cancer, August 2003, Volume 106, for those who want to look it up. Uh, prostate cancer uh, men who eat a Mediterranean diet and have a higher consumption of lycopene, which comes from tomato sauce, and olive oil have a longer survival. People with gastric cancer who stop eating commercially raised meat and animal fat longer survival. Pancreatic cancer, uh, people who have lower fat, higher fiber, avoid excess calorie intake also have, you know, that's a very dismal diagnosis. And people think, oh, there's nothing I can do. There's always something you can do. And you're an N of one. You don't know how modifying the variables will modify your outcome in a positive way. And I've had many people say, I'm so sorry I didn't do this five years ago. I've had and everybody say, I'm so glad I did this. Well, we're always glad when patients make that change, and I tell them not to beat themselves up. I want to thank you for being here, Victoria. Thank you, Dana. Lots of good information. Thank you, listeners, for joining us on The Essentials of Healthy Living on 1500 AM. And please remember, folks, it's not the number of breaths you take. It's the moments that take your breath away. This is Dana Lake and Village Green wishing each and every one of you good health and a breathtaking day. Did you know at Village Green Apothecary, we offer everyday savings on top quality nutritional supplements, including herbs and homeopathic remedies, plus personal care products and more. That's right. In addition to our big sales events, you can save up to 20% on most everything you need for a healthier lifestyle today and every day. At Village Green, we care about our customers. We've been providing the best nutrition and healthy living products for over 50 years. Stop by Village Green Apothecary in Bethesda at 5450. West Cedar Lane or visit our website at myvillagegreen.com.